And to elaborate on this, we now join on the line by Deputy Director General of Nuclear Energy at the Department, uh, Zimamele Mbambo. Thanks for your time this morning. Uh, good morning, uh, Sakina, and uh, to your listeners. It's a pleasure to be on your show. Um, Mr. Mbambo, now uh, President Jacob Zuma promised a fair, transparent and competitive nuclear feed procurement uh, process uh, as per uh, the uh, Section 217 of the Constitution. And now it seems as though things are happening very quickly. And, um, you know, some people are also uh, basically decrying that uh, there's a shroud of secrecy around this nuclear deal. So what is actually going on right now? Uh, Sakina, I'd like to indicate that uh, the Department of Energy has been uh, preparing the nuclear build for more than five years now. You would note that uh, the nuclear energy policy for the country uh, was approved by government in 2008, which spelled out the government vision with regards to the expansion of the nuclear program in a coordinated manner. Uh, to benefit the South Africans in terms of the use of the nuclear technology for reindustrialization and uh, bolstering our economy and the peaceful use of the nuclear technology. And then in 2011, an integrated resource plan was approved that allocated 9.6 gigawatts of uh, nuclear power, and we are now at the stage when we are preparing to roll out this nuclear bell program. Uh, I must give you, in terms of the estimate, in terms of the current technologies, this would be, it will range from six to eight uh, reactors, depending on the technology that we will select when we have completed the procurement process. We have done now the pre-procurement uh, phase, and we have completed that through uh, completing technical studies that informs the government framework for this program for decision-making. We have completed uh, uh, We've signed the intergovernmental agreement with various countries that have shown interest to participate into the program. These include Russia, France, China, the U.S., the South Korea. And we are at an advanced stage in terms of uh, concluding the agreements with uh, Canada as well as Japan. So that process is completed. These agreements lay out the foundation for exchange of of, uh, nuclear technology. Now, Mr. Mbambo. Those agreements, those intergovernmental agreements with these prospective vendor countries, they've been concluded largely outside the gates of uh, public scrutiny. And many questions have been raised by civil society about, uh, for example, the affordability of nuclear energy. And those questions have gone unanswered for the most part. So when we look at the cost implications, for example, how much is this nuclear build going to cost us? Yeah, Sakina, first I must correct the, 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 the misconceptions that the agreement has been completed outside the public scrutiny. In terms of our uh, dealing with agreements, these agreements go through a cabinet process and a parliamentary process wherein they get ratified, and that's when they are in the public domain. And so all of them will go through that process. So there is nothing that has not been put into the public domain, and this, our minister announced during a budget vote speech that in the next few weeks these agreements will be serving in cabinet so that the parliamentary processes associated with them will start. Right? Then in terms of uh, the, the, the cost, the government has done extensive uh, work in terms of determining the cost and uh, the, the financing models for the program and all of this work has 
indicated to us that the program is financeable, it's affordable. Uh, we are now at a stage where we have sufficient information to engage with uh, uh, vendors. When we're going to start a procurement process, as our minister has announced, the procurement process will start on the second quarter of this year. That means in July, and then it will be completed by the end of this year. And once we uh, engage in that formal process, that's when we will be able to receive the proposals for the bidders in terms of what the actual prices will be for their technology. And that's when we will be able to be talking prices. But right? surely there must be a cost projection. You must be working around some sort of figure, Mr. Mbambo. Correct. Uh, you are correctly stating that, uh, Sakina. Remember the work that I said we have done creates the government benchmark so that when we start engaging in the procurement process, we have our own benchmark that informs our decisions in order to effectively engage and get the better deal for the country. So what once is that see, figure? Once we see uh, the, the, the actual figures that the, the, the vendors are putting on the table, but it will be premature to start giving that figure for government. It won't be in the interest of the government because it will compromise the process when we get into the actual procurement process. We need to be but, but having our so, own to allow us to engage effectively with the vendors. But surely government has to have a figure that they say, you know, um, you know, we will not go beyond a certain figure. And as I say, we, we're not expecting, you know, the exact figure right now, but there has to be a ballpark figure. You, need, you, you must have costed it knowing exactly what it is that you require. There must be going rates. So you must have some inkling of how much this is going to cost. But that's a point, Sakina that we do this work to inform the government process and to be able to effectively engage when we get into the procurement phase. We can't now be revealing that work when we have not yet uh, started engaging with the vendors because what would simply happen is that everybody will quote you on the same figure that you've already started saying this is what is your ballpark figure. So from a strategic point of view, you need to be very careful when you're dealing with nuclear negotiations. They are very complex and you need to approach them in a much sober and in a much measured way such that you are able to leverage on your negotiations to get a better deal for the country. Mr. Mambo, given our current energy constraints, you know, how long before we can actually benefit from this nuclear build? The nuclear build will benefit the country for as soon as the procurement process uh, has been completed. So when we know who are the uh, strategic partners that have been chosen for the country, the work will then begin. Uh, and there's wide variety of opportunities that will arise out of the nuclear build program. I mean, the localization, the reindustrialization, the work opportunities from a range of uh, uh, fields within the, the, the nuclear space, uh, and even stimulating the ancillary industries that support the development. So that, that will start as soon as the decision is made that government has appointed a, a strategic partner or strategic partners to implement the program, then the benefits will start. And in fact, already the benefits of the program have started because we have already started launching the National Skills uh, Development and Training for Nuclear, wherein we've sent 50 students to China for training in the nuclear field, and we will be sending another 300, uh, 250 students 
to go train for advanced nuclear training in China in this year. 